everybody. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Chai Spirits, guys. Uh, really exciting topic for you today and a very, very special guest. But first, let me introduce... Uh, well, I'm Parker. Let me start there. Let me introduce uh, my co-host, John. Hello, John. Hey, everybody. Producer Jenny. Hello. And our very special guest, Ken. Welcome, Ken. Super excited. We're so excited to have you. Uh, today, we're talking about New Riff. Now, we have done a previous episode on New Riff. But we, after having a recent visit, uh, producer Jenny and I, to the distillery, yep, uh, we got some new fun stuff and we're like, you know what, we need to do another episode, or New Riff Revisited, as I'm going to call this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very excited to talk Round about some a dose. really cool expressions that they've had out. Um, a have we, ba- have, are we tasting anything again this time? We are. Yes. Okay. I believe two of these things we're tasting for a second time. We did the Balboa rye and the malted rye, I believe. Oh, yeah. And probably the Windy City Sippers pick. But I don't know if we've... Have we recorded that? You know, I... Well, because I've tried a few of these things. I don't think we had all those on the initial episode. Um, I don't know if if our listeners remember, but when we did that episode, we tried 11 different expressions. Oh, that's why we don't remember that episode. (laughs) That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, we may have drank a lot during that particular episode and maybe we're a little blurry on what happened there. But there's one bottle in particular that we picked up recently that is the main reason we want to do this, which is the sherry finished malted rye. Yep. And we will get there. We're very excited to talk about. Um, Just a little reminder on the background of New Riff. It was established in 2014. By Ken Lewis, who uh, previously owned Party Source, which we love. Now, to be fair, this is not the Ken that we have with us. The Ken we have with us is a different Ken. Correct. This is a different Ken. We don't have the owner of New Riff with us. Mm-hmm. They are uh, located in Newport, Kentucky, which we love. And uh, we they pride themselves on combining traditional Kentucky practices with new styles of whiskey. Um, we got a new tour guide. We love Grover. All love to Grover. Mm-hmm. But we met Stuart, who, I'm not going to lie... Gives a pretty freaking great tour. Yeah, it was kind of cool because he was... Grover, we've been on tour with a few different times. And while he is great and we definitely love his takes on everything, Stuart was a different... He kind of had a different direction with the way he gave his tour. And it was nice. So yeah. it, was it was like a Sesame Street themed tour. Is that right? Because <laughs> he was Grover the Blue Muppet? Not exactly. No. Very different vibe, but really effective tour. Yeah, great job. Now, I do want to talk to our uh, our guest Ken here about... Um, some of his experience with New Riff, because he has a, a more intimate experience than than any of us have. He's done more than the tour. With, with the distillery. Oh, man. T- tell back, us in, what, back in 2019, it actually may have been 2020, I decided to reach out to New Riff and pick a barrel. So a few, a few of my friends and I, we went down to the distillery and we picked out three to four different barrels to choose from. And by the time we were done, we were toasted. <laughs> well, that, and do you remember why you made the choice that you made? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's just really cool, though, because a lot of distilleries, I mean, few. I don't know of any others that just offer a private individual to be able to go down there, purchase this, mm-hmm. not with a liquor store or with a, you know, retailer, but just to be able to go down there and have this barrel pick experience that yeah, bourbon makers love. Yeah, it was fantastic lot. because... You could either pick a quarter barrel at the time. You could pick a quarter barrel, half barrel, or take the entire entire barrel. And then if you took the entire barrel, they would actually etch, etch laser etch an emblem onto the bottle. That's cool. And, and that was really neat. Because we, I mean, the you chose the whole barrel. That's right. Yeah, there's only one way. To, there's one <laughs> go, way to go bigger go. And yeah. that is what happened. Um, no, I remember the first time yep. that we went to that distillery, we were doing the tour and we were in kind of the upstairs portion of it where you're looking down into the 
um, word mm-hmm. line. I can't think of what the name is. Um, but there's there's a room up there that the like literally the name of the room on the outside of it is like the master tasting room or something like that. And there was a group of people inside of that room, and I was looking at them like man, I want to go, I want to work in there. That looks so cool. Um, yep. And they're like staring back at me like, yeah, it is fucking cool. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm very excited to say we have a bottle of that barrel Ken picked. And we it's do. here today. We 2019. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not, you know, full disclosure, um, we, we've all had this before because we also bought bottles of this available to the fantastic uh, bourbon group, Windy City Sippers. Well, yeah, it was that, kind of in connection with it, wasn't it, Ken? That, that we were Absolutely. all part of. Yeah. Yeah. So if you uh, if you're a Windy City sipper out there, thanks for listening. Yeah, and maybe possibly per- for purchasing bottles of this barrel. Uh, Sunday morning butterflies was the name mm-hmm. of this particular barrel. Yep. I mean, there's not much. I mean, isn't this like one of the few remaining bottles? Ken, we've been like. I, I think I might. I may have a case left. Oh and man, this is actually a mm-hmm. fresh crack. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited so to try it's it again. Be I, awesome. I I loved it so much. I just really powered through the ones we had, and I think I got another one from Ken after that. And this, I still yeah, drink that yeah. too. This bottle's so like a really good old movie that you watch a thousand even better than I remember. And, and the artwork provided by our dear friend of the show Cuba is uh, is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. a it's as beautiful as it is explicit. Mm-hmm. It's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get a picture of that for our I think Instagram. Cuba spent yeah. two days on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is pretty good. You wouldn't believe it. Doesn't say that he spent two whole days on that. But yeah, like we were saying, we have uh, we have six expressions to try this time around and uh, compare and contrast and talk about them. Um, so first up, we've got a single barrel rye. And we could do, we have like three different single barrel ryes. I picked we one do. of them out of the ones we'd gotten. Because mm-hmm. um, you get a little in the weeds when you're doing all these random well, single barrel we ryes. Went, we usually go and like, we pick one of them to bring home with us and I couldn't. Town too. So oh. love their, we've just cracked it today. So we're excited to try it. So let's get into that. But first, let's take a quick break. And we're back. So we've got this New Riff Single Barrel Rye uh, pick. I'm a big fan of Single Barrel Rye picks from New Riff. I've, and they're all so different. Well, one thing I love is that they have, like, the person who picked it always writes a description on mm-hmm. the side of the, which is on the side of the um, Yeah, don't bottle. don't read that. I love they also I'm have not, the debunk. No, I promise. I'm, I'm, yeah. Really no, cool. but I just, it's written is very different based on who picked it like yeah. it's like you mm. never know what you're going to get on the side of yeah, this the, uh, Stuart brought that up on the tour we went on is that yeah it's very you can always tell he like he could tell it's like oh this person did this tasting note based on how like verbose the tasting note is so yeah. this is brian sprantz the head distiller i think mm-hmm. i saw brian sprantz at uh one of our local retail liquor stores um oh very a few cool. years ago very cool and just a reminder, single barrel rye is at 95% rye, 5% malted rye. Mm-hmm. This particular one is Eight. 103.7 proof. Aged about four years. This particular one, I saw the date on the side, is aged four years and like three weeks. And uh, yeah. So it's on the weeks. nose. Yes. The minty rye that I would expect from yeah, that, I get some of that, but. No, that, that grass note's good. That's, I get a little green on it. I, I also mm. have some like. Pretty subtle, because I kind of read, yeah. the, I read the notes, but. Because um, I asked you not to. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Fine, I won't say it yet. Okay. I, I agree with the baking spice portion of it, but I'm not getting as much of the vegetal or grass or anything like that. Oh. I feel like there's some light fruit on this. like football season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get in on that palate. Ooh. Man, that's great. That, that, that's got yeah. a really nice, like, minty punch, I think. Yeah, it's um, not, not as minty as I would have expected, but I, I, t- I still get it. Uh. Something I got on the nose that I read on the side of the bottle that I don't get so much on the palate is strawberry. 
Mm. No, I get some sort of berry like, though. Yeah. Why like, you say that? Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't give me that look. <laughs> I did accidentally read it. I'm sorry. But no, I, I get a little bit of that mint. I get a little bit of that red fruit. Ken, what are you, what are you getting on that? <laughs> Let's dig dig, dig deep here. I'm the wrong guy to ask. Hey, no, look at the what? tasting wheel in front of you, Ken. Look at the tasting wheel. That is there to help you. I'm missing that. No, 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 no. We oh, always is. have one. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm kind of with you on the baking spice here on the palate. The cinnamon, like a cinnamon. It took me a Palmer or something. All right, clove and licorice. That's not bad. More like a John Daly than Arma Palmer. What is that again? I don't know. I drink a lot of them at Five Iron when I go there, so it's, um, it's, it's hard it's, to remember that. Arnold Palmer is the respectable um, golfer, so he his is iced tea and lemonade. Right. John Daly is the drinking golfer, so it's vodka mixed into an Arnold Palmer. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead and add some cigarettes in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's the barrel influence. So, so, so Ken's got his note now. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Um, he said it already. He said clove and licorice. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I was so distracted by this football game we're watching in the background. <laughs> we have an entire studio audience that is watching the game or on Instagram. and Or completely uninterested whatsoever. <laughs> but Doug is, exactly. Doug cares. <laughs> yeah. Doug, Doug is always dialed into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. W- overall though, what do you guys think? You like it? Delightful. Yeah. This is awesome. This, it's, uh. A lot of times that 95.5 can just be a mint bomb, and I can really appreciate that this one is pretty complex. Definitely good mint on that. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of it, though. Mm -hmm. It's complex. Honestly, that's what I like about their stuff is, like, you get a lot of mint on not every every one of their individual expressions, but I kind of dig some of the mintiness. We find our way back to New Riff two to three times a year, a bottle of single barrel rye, because they always have one that's really good. So um, they definitely do this very well. We're sticking with rye for the next one. Is that right? Uh, that is correct, John. Balboa rye. And this was picked by Rocky Balboa, or how did this get the name? Well, no, so Apollo Creed picked it, but he named it after his dear friend, Rocky Balboa. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I always forget. No, Balboa is like a, is it like an heirloom rye or something? Yes, got? it is an heirloom rye. It's a very specific type of rye. Good question, Sometimes, I, Sometimes I have to answer my dumb questions to let the listener know that I, you know, sometimes know and some yeah, of those. And yeah, the match bonus is 95%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the match bonus is ninety five percent Balboa heirloom rye, five percent malted rye, aged for uh, at least four years. Comes in at one hundred proof, and uh, you know, very, a little a little harder to get. They don't have it. We, it, we lucked out. It was available when we were at the distillery. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something actually that I meant to um, point out is on all of these bottles, they they don't just like put a label on that says bottled and bond. They have it like on in the glass, bottled yeah, and bond. It's on there. So that like they can't even not do a bottle and bond if they're doing that, I guess. Well, I guess some of the labels that we're looking at maybe don't have them etched. But the ones we're drinking right now. You're a professional lawyer based on that. Mostly. <laughs> but I just think that's really cool. That's like a, quite a commitment to your brand to be like, yeah, it's always mm-hmm. going to be at least four years and all these other conditions that make their costly. That is true. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you guys get on the nose here? I'm having a harder time picking up something. Interesting. Like my initial thought was wheat. Getting like tobacco and socks or something like that. Well, yeah, sorry. Those are my <laughs> socks. You can... apartment. I mean, like, be cool, Ken. Yeah, those um, are my socks. You, can you, mean, you mean our studio? <laughs> well, it's a studio apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. No. That's a solid joke, though, John. Thank you. Uh, no, it's a beautiful apartment. It's several rooms. <laughs> Se- plenty I w- of rooms. I wasn't, I wasn't actually reaching for compliments. <laughs> I get a little... little uh, 
little cinnamon toast kind of thing going on there on the nose. You know what it is? I think the Balboa rye, that like variant, is probably more like mild. Like Jenny picked up wheat. I was having a hard time picking up something. Cinnamon toast is like super mild. Lightly worn socks? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Lightly. It's definitely not an in-your-face well, nose. Yeah, we're not talking like after football practice socks. We're like, you know, <laughs> you went on a brisk walk for like 20 minutes and then took them off. It's like lounging around on a Sunday sock. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we've been doing. Yeah, so it's very on point. Now, getting in the palette there. Mm. A little more subtle than I was expecting, honestly. Very subtle. Yeah. I mean, we, we are going. this before, but I don't, you know. No, we're going down a few proof points, but it's not very many. It's, you know, no. not enough to ex- explain that. Ken, what are you thinking over there? I like it. There we go. <laughs> I'm you know. Good no, talk. That's, that's great. Ken's honest. He'll tell I you want, when he doesn't. You know what? I want this in uh, Manhattan. Mm. I can see that. It's got kind of a nice subtle spice that kind of comes in like the second half of the, yeah. the palette. Yeah, that's back a in. key word on this one, subtle. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, Jenny, I agree with you. Like this almost to me tastes a little bit like a Manhattan. Like, mm-hmm. No, I, I think that this in a Manhattan up, like you don't need you don't need it on the rocks. You don't need it to be watered down. Like, oh yeah, people that do that. Um, no, but I think that this would be very There's good no wrong way to drink your whiskey, but there is a wrong way to drink your Manhattan. <laughs> My grandfather would very much agree with you on that front. He's, he was a Maker's Mark Manhattan Up kind of guy. Whoa. And then he'd fight John for being a commie. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> 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 Laughter from our studio audience. <laughs> I, I love this, though. This is really quite a it's unique very, expression. It, it's very it, good. It's nice. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely subtle. That's mm-hmm. perfect word for this one. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm still subtle picking up. Subtle in a good way. Yeah. Subtle it, can be a bad thing, but it's not. You know what this reminds like, me of? This is like that other rise, uh, more mild-mannered cousin that's a little bit more <laughs> professional, getting farther in life, definitely doing better. Mm-hmm. So, like, big fan. Yeah, it's like a flight attendant <laughs> on, the, on, on the way to London. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. And a reaction so, from the audience now, once again. I mean, we do have flight attendants in the audience today. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Jenny, I think it's important that we remember the pre- same God, same page. Thank you, Jenny. Are you so, going to say, remember, remember? Uh, so this bottle, uh, when we did our first New Roof episode, was declared as fucking. This bottle fucks. This bottle fucks. <clears throat> now, this is a new bottle, so it does not have yeah, a sticker. A also, bottle. we did not have stickers at the time. When Wait, we, uh, the, the bottle we're moving on to? Yes, this next bottle. Has already been declared. Has been declared. This bottle fucks. It's a returning champion. Correct. If you correct. will. Well, correct. what is it? Well... Well, what is it? Malted rye whiskey? Is that what we're looking at? That's the one. Oh. Oh, snap. And uh, so now we're moving up a few years, a couple years. And I want to say shout out to my brother who listens to this podcast. Um, we're watching on the background here this Bears-Packers game live. And uh, Aaron Jones just scored a touchdown, which pretty much seals his victory this week. Oh, your brother's uh, victory? In week, week two of our fantasy oh. season. So uh, congratulations, bro. Uh, He's having a good year. T- Tim never had a chance. Good start. And also, I believe I picked you on our other podcast. So... Yeah, you have a you have a uh, fantasy football podcast as well, right? Uh, yes, if you would like to hear a podcast specifically about my fantasy football league with my college buddies, <laughs> um, there's a gimmick we're doing this year. It's called As the Legendary League Turns. My, yeah. my my grandma who loves As the World Turns, the soap opera, mm-hmm. would really approve of that. Yeah, it was that was the that was the idea. It was Tim's idea or my co-host um, of of that podcast uh, for the title to put a soap opera tie to it. And we do weekly episodes about deep dives into our particular fantasy football uh, league. 
It's a podcast for 10 people, which I put in, this, in the uh, I don't description. Know. But if you want to listen, it's, you know. It's out there in the world. Based on what people consume on YouTube, I believe that they're probably willing to watch your very idiosyncratic uh, podcast. Listen to that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, back to the, the matter in hand. This is the six-year malted rye from New Riff. And previous iterations of this, they fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this comes in. It's 100% malted rye grain. Aged six years, um, malting the grain polishes and refines the flavor, and that that allows it to like sprout. Is that what it means to malt it? Something like that, yeah. Something, yeah. Um, and then this is bo- also bottled in bond, coming at one hundred proof. They nice. love that bottled in bond. Oh man, Colonel each other just be so happy. There. It's totally different from the rise. It is. Yeah this this is so much softer on the nose. This has a great toasty smell to it i, I can't I was gonna say I can't like maple it. syrup or something yeah. no it's not maple syrup but it's some i like the toasty note that's a, mm-hmm. a good one um in our audience we've got a uh, whiskey enthusiast and wedding wedding enthusiast uh daniel daniel any strong opinions on the uh new riff six-year malted rye i have no opinion it's been quite some time since i've had it oh well if you'd like a pour we've got it right here uh, no, yep there we go <laughs> he's, ha- he's having a rough day it's okay <laughs> We've, we've all been there. I, I love the nose on this thing, by the way. This is... What are you getting on it? Butterscotch? Toffee? Oh, man. Honey? Man, what? Stop naming stuff. <laughs> but yes, I'm getting, definitely getting some honey, um, possibly some butterscotch. It's soft and sweet. But it's, yeah, it's subtle. It's a subtle nose. It's delightful. It's kind of got like a little um, tangy... I want, I, I, like I want to dip an apple in it. You know, let's uh, I'm gonna just, no. it like <laughs> melt little, it in the springtime and drink it. It has like a little green apple, toasted green apple. That's what I'm thinking of. Like yeah, that. yeah, something like. Actually, like I a, take a taste of. Have you sipped it yet? Not yet. Because mm. when you said green apple, mm. and I was sipping it, I felt like I found some green apple on the palate. Right. I'll be the first yeah. to say that bottle still fucks. Yeah, it does. It's so it good. Does have green apple? Yeah, crispy. I don't know that I would have thought of that on my own. That is a great note, Ken. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, studio audience slash Allie, would you like a pour of this? You know, I think I'm ready for a little pour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we pour her one in that? A- Andrea, other Ooh. studio audience, would you like some? Sure. All right. Whoa. So, <laughs> listen, listen, it's so good. We got to share it with our arm studio twisting. audience. Twisting. Yeah. If is, only we yeah, had I a third a person of, in the I studio audience who could chase this. For me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I know it. I This is delightful, though. Mm-hmm. It's so good. This bottle fucks. Are you getting any particular tasting notes though for our our serious fans who are I'm all about st- the I'm process? I'm stuck on pens on the green apple. You know, um, I get that on the palate. There's something else on the finish that I'm not able to right, put my mm-hmm. thumb on. I'm just gonna put the top on that. I'm still getting a little bit of that honey. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely honey. The other one is. I mean, I feel like that's a common note for me across these three ryes we've had. Mm. That is and, and, incredibly smooth. And just a hint of spice though. Mm. It is smooth. Super, super smooth. That's yeah. some light mint. I, Wait, I meant exactly. to look at your faces while you took a sip of this. Just now, I was going to say, there's a little bit of mint positive. on there. It yeah. Yeah. Positive. Same page right here. Yeah. It reminds me of like a... It reminds me of... Oh, God. It reminds me of a peppermint. Like a subtle peppermint. Smooth. Studio audience is very susceptible. Tastes like bourbon, y'all. Well, it's rye. Yeah, that's what I'm actually not bourbon at all. There's a tasting note for you. <laughs> if, if we if we called out a, like green apple or something like that, would you would you say that you got any of those notes on it when you tasted it? I really like it. 
Mm. I'm trying to figure out because there's something that's so specific like it is, is, that I'm getting on the nose and I can't figure out what it is. Okay. When Andrea says she likes it, uh, after you say, do you get green apple? That's her way of saying, no, I don't. <laughs> but I want to be but agreeable. But I like it. <laughs> also, she doesn't like green apple, as I recall. So. This bottle is so good, though. My yeah. God, it's so oh, good. I, I will say, I get a little bit of wood as well. Yeah, you do. Possibly. Me too. When I take a sip of this. You know, <laughs> right? A l- little, bit of, little bit of walnut, I think. Mm-hmm. For my tasting, a little bit of walnut. Walnut? Yeah. Oh, it's like That's a, probably, yeah. Um, it's like it's like a salad that has that has walnuts and green, green apple, apple on it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's a that's a thing. Actually, yeah, I mean, that's and you put that on like top of a steak or, or something or a grapes. pecan. Yeah. yeah, what do we call it? Pecan or, or yeah, pecan? Pecan. It's, it's probably pecan. I don't know, but just you know, I don't know. We definitely go back pecan. and forth in this particular podcast on that front, but whatever. Um, okay, but that we all we all, we all agree that bottle. That bottle. Fucks. Fucks. Yeah. That bottle. Big time. Have some more. Yeah. New riff, good job. No, I'm good because I there's more podcasting to be done and there's oh, more there tasting is. to be done yeah. in the studio audience. Fair point. So that's yeah. smart. That's I'll be smart. Back. That's a smart. Yeah, I'm in it for the long haul today. Yeah, yeah. that's why I have fallen asleep on the couch mid podcast. That's why in between episodes I have my stomach pumped yeah, exactly. just to make sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, we actually we're, we're not uh, swallowing this. We're just spitting. So. Of course, of course. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we, we don't swallow any of this. So next up might be what I'm most excited about to try today, and to have you, the good people. Of our podcast, try mostly Ken. I love Ken. Good yeah. to see. Thanks so much. That's so good love to be you, too, man. Parker. Great to see you, buddy. I'm a, um, I'm a big fan, huge fan, okay, huge fan yeah. of the show from day one. Um, I am convinced that just Ken being on the show today is going to up our listenership from a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Straight up, double it. Yeah, um, it's definitely going to double it. But the hundred thousand people listening right now. I still love you guys. You guys were here first. I appreciate that. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, Thank you. we all love Ken more than we love ourselves, mm-hmm. so nobody faults you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, ne- next up we've got the uh, the malted rye sherry finish. So this is what we just had, but finished in a sherry cask. Correct, and now, and it's barrel proof. Now Jenny and I had to uh, coordinate our efforts to get a bottle mm-hmm. of this because this was a limited release at the distillery. And when you say coordinated your efforts, that's a euphemism for you both had to sleep with someone. <laughs> no, we uh, so so we are on the. Uh, so hey, hey, hey Jenny, could you get a heavier pour there? <laughs> you give John half of that. Oh, brutal! That is a heavy pour. Mm, well, you know, we got a lot of we got a lot of podcasting to do here. Um, Here's to heavy pours. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean that the bottle is getting pretty low. But yeah, oh. so they, so they finished that six year malted rye, John, in Oloroso and Pedro Jimenez sherry casks. Distillery only it comes in at 112.7 proof. Okay, so and, this is good. And literally, they put this on sale at, at noon Eastern time. So we, we had to like jump online at 11. We were, I was at work. Jenny was home. Yeah. Also at work, but working from home. And uh, so we like coordinated like, all right, we got to like, let's, let's try to buy it because it was going to sell it right away. We were able to both get a bottle. Oh, yeah, nice. So we were able to get two bottles. Yeah. And then yes. we had to pick it up at the distillery, which we made a whole weekend out of that, which is why we were back at the distillery to get that Balboa rye mm-hmm. and a couple of new single barrel picks. That's right. Also, I always and love more, a trip And to also more malted rye because the six year was so good. And, and Ken, it might be it might be getting close to time for us, for the Windy City Sippers to do another new riff pick. That's what we were all thinking. It, it feels like we're, we're getting in that neighborhood. I would I love to go and be a part of I am sure that. that you would love that. Oh, I, mean, I have no doubt. Uh, mm, this is awkward. Wow. That um, you would love that. But we're already booked. I'm sorry, Jenny. Um, we don't we, have it figured we are, out. We had already talked about it. And uh, yeah, listen, we would love to get you in there. But just they, there's a maximum number of people you can bring. You guys are the worst. <laughs> 
So malted rye sherry finish. Let's <laughs> Do you get anything different on the nose, John? I'm going to say, yeah, tremendously, actually. It smells Red like wine. A, it's, well, to <laughs> me, it smells like a florist in a really good way. I just watched Aaron Rodgers get hit in the backfield. It was uh, the best thing you've seen all day. Pretty great. No, it smells, I, I don't know if you guys have like spent a lot of time going into florists, but I had a friend who owned a florist and I was always over there and it just reminds me of like the smell of like walking into a place with a lot of leaves, a lot of flowers and yeah. leaves. Lots well, oh. of wood, Parker. It reminds me a lot of leaves though, more than wood, but I appreciate what you're getting at there. No, there's um, definitely yeah. some wood. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm getting a lot of leaves, like leaves, a little bit of like petal. But you are also getting wood. Always. Okay. <laughs> always. You know what? Of course this podcast with Ken would have to have a bunch of innuendos. Mm-hmm. That's Ken's love language is innuendos. <laughs> is that is that one of the categories nowadays? Yes, innuendo. Yes. <laughs> but 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 yeah, if you want to consult a tasting one, I get that potpourri note on the nose. Oh Daniel's fired up. It's that's yeah. po- Go Bears. That's a that's a that's a sack on Aaron Riders. I thought that was potpourri, but it's potpourri. Okay. Potpourri. <laughs> I definitely get on the nose. Let's see what's on the palate though. Um I got some apricot on the nose. Mmm. God, I like this even better than the other one. Oh my god, this is so good. They that, that time the sherry cask, that just like. It's so good. I don't even. Jesus, that's so good. It changed entirely. That bottle fucks. It elevated it. It added a level of richness to it that I appreciate. Ken, I'd like your thoughts on this. What are you, what are you thinking? I'm trying to pinpoint it. Have you ever opened up a good bottle of Merlot or Cab? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It definitely smells like red wine to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that influence is very present. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, I get a little more of that red fruit. Like it's a really rich red fruit, though. That's so good on the on the palate, though. Almost like almost like a blackberry. Well, oh yeah, I love a subtle yeah, a subtle berry right. on a on a palate. Bet you, I bet you do, girl. Yeah. All right, <laughs> let's hold off on that. Oh, sorry. Ooh, we've got a lot yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I think it is that I'm really loving is that um, there's so much flavor on this, and it's I think because it's 112 proof, they didn't put any water on it. You know, like this is cask strength yeah, whereas yeah, the barrel, others are barrel proof yeah the others are pushed down to 100 so like this is so much complexity um can you guys help me with this um not knowing enough to explain um barrel proof without chill filtration i'm sure we've discussed this on the podcast but can we actually took a, I actually took this note off of the rundown to keep it on one page <laughs> was that, that it's because we we pre- talked about it previously in our last episode? They, I'm sure we have, but they, they do all non chill filtered stuff. Chill filtered, you do lose a little bit of the flavor typically, which well, is why. What does like, chill filtered mean? It's a way to like uh, yeah. make it so that it's clear, right? It's a pretty minimal process, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly. I think it's just a way to like make it prevent it from like if you don't chill filter it, then if it like it could like settle or something like that. Yeah, it's um. I wish Steve was here for this. Um, he he has the answer to this question. Yeah. I, I've been on another episode of this podcast with him, and he's answered he's, this question he's perfectly. He's the guy for that. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's the thing that we read, but because we haven't like been a part of the process, we forget. Yeah, but uh, typically, you like because I know they do some like charcoal filtering stuff with rum a well, lot. Well, that's also like, yeah, but yeah. and you lose a little bit of the flavor and tequila as well, actually. And uh, but uh, yeah, the nacho filter you keep more of the flavor. I'm gonna look it up. I, and t- Ken was kind enough to pull this up for me. <laughs> oh, Ken did. Uh, removing oh, it's residue. Ma- it's and, unbelievable that w- googling is a thing. It's it's cooled and passed. Fil- yeah, you filter. You lose a hint. Not I don't think the last. Because the residue flavor. is barrel, right? Like that's the point, right? Is that you're removing well, yeah, sediment. Yeah, you don't you don't want like chunks of stuff in there though. But yes, you. Uh, well, like it's like um, if you've ever had to barrel proof some of them, like there's like a fine amount, or like if you've done like you know uh, at a barrel pick, like we put the whiskey thief in there, and like you might get a little sediment sure. at the bottom. Sure. So the, yeah, they're they're. 
leaving the flavor in at the expense of like, yeah, you know, it's not always going to be pretty, but we're going to get the most flavor out of it, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just seeing now the Windy City Sippers um, spot on here. It is really got a gland in a Chicago star. Really nice. Oh, you're already on the next one. I mean, I'm still like. Oh, right. Yeah, this, this is guy. the next one. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. The, sh- the sherry finish is delightful. I'm glad that we were able to get a couple bottles of it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think we. Really good stuff. Could easily say that bottle fucks. Because, I mean, it starts Let's with say, a bottle that fucks. Yeah. I was about to say, that like, yeah, it's a secondary. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Ken, can I get a that bottle fucks from you on that? That bottle fucks. All right. Yeah. Jenny, I want you to cut that sound up. Oh, it's going to be a, a sound effect on the board from now on. Yeah. Got it. Mm. That's Mar- beautiful. Mark the time. Yeah. Um, that's going to be forever in this podcast. We're like, hey, you know what, that bottle? Hit the button. That bottle fucks. Yeah. Um, yes. Definitely put a sticker. We have a full bottle of this still. I would, I would save that sticker for the full bottle. So we're almost out of that bottle. Okay. Stickers aren't cheap. Because I don't know if that bottle's going to make it tonight. Yeah. Right. Not, not with this crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And studio right. audience looks thirsty. So next up, I'm very excited to switch to bourbon. Because we're going to have a, a pour of that Winnie City Sippers pick. Sunday that, morning that Ken butterflies. Picked. Ken's right here. He picked the barrel. I've drank three bottles of it. I know it's good. So, <laughs> that was a rough okay, Sunday. So my, yeah, that was a rough. That was a rough. My question is: so, like, because when you get a single barrel of New Riff, um, somebody writes the the tasting notes. Yeah. Did well, you get to do that? No, no. When when you they they give you like I'm trying to remember twelve or sixteen barrels to pick from, and the barrels have different. Uh, percentages or, or proofs, and they also have different tasting notes that the that the actual distillers put on there. Okay. Mm. Now, to be fair, and, Ken's and that those tasting notes that you see on there are from the distillery. So they were there ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. Now, to be fair, those notes are on one side, but Ken's tasting notes are on the other side. The sticker does say "Sunday Morning Butterflies" in quotes because Ken didn't it true. Did you or did you not say? That this tasted like Sunday morning butterflies. <laughs> That's a long story. No oh, man. What? Oh well. Well, no. now I have questions. <laughs> you, <know> <laughs> you guys, the night before you did the pick, the you night guys before, right? Were, I remember this. This is a good one. So I went with way past the last year. I went with our good friends Cuba, Court, and Adam. Mm-hmm. And good, good friends. We we did a we we did some tasting the night before blinds, mm-hmm. and. You guys all know me. You've known me for a long time. That's like my, the qu- my tasting notes are like crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a hard time pinpointing without a wheel, especially the different tasting notes. But it's like a baked fig Newton, not a fig Newton, but a baked fig Newton. <laughs> Put in the oven for like five minutes. My favorite pour from blind pour from the night before happened to be a 2019 Four Roses limited edition. Which is the best one, and, and we've litigated yeah. this. Yeah, all that came to mind at that point in time was Sunday morning butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> guys got a kick out of that. That's okay. fantastic. I love that story. Oh man, that is fantastic. I will say, for I mean, maybe you feel like your tasting notes are limited, Ken, but your collection is delicious. So your taste is excellent. Yeah, listen, it doesn't, you don't have to have the most ver- verbose. Um, That's right. You know, description of things as long as. You, uh, we were talking about this before we start with our recording. It's uh, if you can have a, it doesn't have to be necessarily like oh it's red fruit or this kind of whatever. It can be an experience, you know. Sure. Which Sunday that's exactly what Sunday morning butterflies is. Is like that's an experience. That's right. Hey, listen, it tastes like how I felt that time. Yeah. Which is really all right. any, anybody who's doing anything with like 
deep taste is like they want you to feel the way you felt that day. That's something. The <laughs> idea that what your tasting note is is something that you taste. Like it could just be like okay, like what I taste is a rainbow. Like or like what yeah, I'm picturing. Exactly. It, it is that another way of saying you're tasting, you're tasting yeah. skittles? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. how does it make me feel? What do, what do I think of? Yeah. It can be a lot of things. It tastes like when I was in high school, like like hooking up in that uh, backseat of that car in that mall parking lot. Yeah. You know, we've been meaning to talk to you about that. That librarian was trying to get in touch with you. God, she, you know what? She is a librarian now. How did you yeah. know that? That's yeah. amazing. Oh, she was a librarian then. She was 50. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Wendy City Sippers pick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on down the road here. Uh, all right. This is... Ah, this is so familiar. God, I love it. Smells fantastic. Yeah. God, this is a good bottle. I, get, this is like I feel like this is more like citrus, and like this, like opens my eyes a little bit more. I get the the helmet catch. The helmet catch. Yeah. What is that? What What's John? Come on. That's That's Tyree making the catch to beat Br- Brady. Brady. Who, oh, which is good because had he not, Brady would have never gone to Tampa to win me a Super Bowl. So everything worked out exactly how I was supposed to. And he's going to win another Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah. For Tampa Bay. So oh, yeah. Get excited. Maybe he'll beat You're welcome Ken's, to all Ken's the football fans again. out there, by the way. <laughs> so Ken's, Ken's tasty notes are wanting, John's but his over football here, references like, are What excellent. are you talking about? What? <laughs> sports ball, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that sports ball. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I, on the palette, I, yeah, we've all moved on. What, no, what do you have on the palate? I don't know. I can't find it. But what, on the, I think you mean on the nose. We're on to the palate. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, the nose, nose. Um, oh. Citrusy on the nose. I like that note. Yeah, but it was, yeah, for me, it was like um, almost like a, something baked. But it was like, you know, kind of sweet. On the palate, I get, um, it's got a warm, like subtle spice. Like, yeah. Like cinnamon pie situation. Yeah, well, oh man. We're, like, at, we're at Joe's. I feel like there's a pie that fits for at Joe's. It's like a, because there's a little baked aspect to it, but it's like, if you put like, there's a cheesecake and I put some cinnamon on it. Oh yeah. It's creamy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's creamy. Dairy. It's, it's warm. It's got that spice, but it's subtle because you got like some sort of Pecan pie. dairy, like um, mellowing it, like a, like a cheesecake type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta say, um, it's not what I remembered. It maybe it's because this glass has had a few things, and I've tried to like wash it out in between. But yeah, sure. It is delightful. It's but it tastes new again. That's really. Mm-hmm. This bottle still holds up. Yeah, it's really good. You know what? And I've had a lot of new Rift single barrels, and this one is just nothing like the others either. Like you wouldn't even be able to taste, or um, I don't think you'd be able to tell the same distillery. This remains my favorite uh, new Rift single barrel bourbon. That's my favorite, and I've had probably I don't know ten different different That's expressions. That's your favorite, really? Of the new Riff single barrel bourbons. Okay. That is my favorite, and okay. I've I've had probably ten of them. You're and my favorite chai spirit. Podcast. I, I appreciate wow. that. Wow, I'm right, right here, John. Ken. That's what oh, makes I'm it. Right that's what here. means a lot to me is that John was right there. Well, but oftentimes people mistake us for each other, so maybe Ken was thinking I was you for a second. <laughs> but no, that is now like I am on record. I love new Riff Rye. Yeah. New Riff Rye is is one of the great things in about your in spirits. Yeah. Life. But uh their their bourbon is also good, but this is I think the best bourbon they've come out with single barrel four year aged wise. 
No, I know they're working on more advanced stuff, way older stuff. Older. And so, yeah, no, so, I've, I've well, heard. One of these days, we're going to have an eight-year bourbon from them. Eight it's gonna years be, and ten years. That's going to be, be so hard It's going to be amazing. But yeah, but you know what? We, uh, we Ken especially, but like, part of we, uh, you know, we, we go there a lot. We make an inroads there. Yeah. Ken is a part of we're, the... We're on the mailing list. Whiskey, yeah, we're all part of the whiskey program, the mm-hmm. whiskey club. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so we That's know... we got the sherry finish, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we, New Riff, if you're out there, we, we love you guys. Ken, are you part of the Ranger program? Is that right? Like the initial folks? Like, remember, like you had to like do some, because remember you, this is, I still feel bad about this. Ken. He spent four days in the desert. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. a whole process. Ken we called like, the Ranger. Ken got like some sort of like early email and was like shared it with Windy City Sippers friends and uh, about like when the new riff was going to sell a bottle of 15 year old MGP. Remember this? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so like we all like got on and tried and Ken, poor Ken did not get uh, one of the bottles. You guys scored. But we did. I got a bottle. Last up here. Mm -hmm. One last to try here. Um, But certainly not least though, a favorite of ours, the winter whiskey from new riff. This one is so special. I'm going to hand that bottle to Ken so I don't underpour him again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't trust you either on that. So it's aged four years, again at 100 proof. They love that 100 proof, which I, is a great fine. proof. I, honestly, I love that proof. Well, that's how you get it bottled in bond still. You can't go above it, you know? I'm going re- to read for you the mash bill real quick. Please. 60... I was just going to point out, this is the most unique part of it. Well, you got you to tease it up. I want to read for you the mass, mash bill, and then he like He's, immediately jumps John's in. John's like, please. And then I start, and he immediately cuts me off. Go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. But you got to, I mean, so the mash bill doesn't mean anything to most people, but like we want, I want to highlight that this is what makes this special. Whereas like 95 rye was, you know, several of our products were the same mash bill. But yeah, this, that's their rye. Right. But this one uh, is what makes it taste like... Uh, winter whiskey. Like, this is mm-hmm. very unique. Sorry. Oh, it's very unique, yes. 65% corn, 20% malted oats, 7% pale ale malt, 5% steel-cut raw oats, 3% chocolate malt. And if I remember correctly, the chocolate malt really comes through. Yeah. it's uh, The oats also make it taste a little bit like a scotch, but it's like a chocolate scotch. It's so yeah. good. Now this, now, this is last year's release. I am um, very optimistic do they do one every year? I thought it was just I, the I, one time. I don't know. I thought it was just like in you're, 2020. You're right. This was bottled fall 2020. Yeah. Distilled in fall 2015. So maybe they'll never make this again. It's a Wait, so it's five years old? Yeah. I mean, it's aged at least four years. I mean, I, don't, I think it's probably, it says on the back here four year, at least four years. So it's probably like between four and five. Oh, yeah. Years. Is it batched? But uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. uh, I, I would love them to do this again because I love it. But yeah. maybe if, if if not, I'm glad I'm sharing with friends. Yeah, they. Must, I mean, the thing about them is, and I think this is true for uh, whiskey mm-hmm. generally, is maybe they're not going to make this again. But you trust the brand; they're going to make something else incredible again soon too. Now, Ken, have you had this before, the winter whiskey? No, I haven't. Oh my god, that's very exciting to me. Wow, really? I, I didn't realize that. Okay. Get his first reaction here. Yeah. Anything on the nose? Yeah, we should we should videotape this. <laughs> it's gonna be Instagram Live next time. Yeah. No, we we would never step on your platform, Jake, just so you know. Um I get a little subtle a note of that chocolate they talk yeah. about. It's subtle, but I get it. Yeah, it's super subtle that cocoa. Mm-hmm. Like subtle just cocoa. The, just the Here's the thing, you gotta remember that we've had a uh, hint of honey. We're coming off of two barrel proofs, and so this is gonna taste differently from everything. How could I forget, it. John? I agree on the honey there. 
Yeah. Yeah, but he ate a heat of that honey. It's much sweeter than I remember it being mm-hmm. on the pal- on the nose. Mm-hmm. Any wood there, Parker? Looks like Always it. with new riff. Come on. Um, but yeah, a little bit. Honestly, I get a hint, like, almost like um, almost like a little new oak. I immediately was surprised. I'm getting like this kind of like um, cellar kind of taste to it, like in a really, I don't know. It's not what I remember it being, and I love it. It's different. I still get some chocolate, but it's more subtle than I thought it would be on the, on the palate. Yeah, it's a, it's a light chocolate. It's like a... A milk per, chocolate. Like 3% chocolate. Yeah, it's like a milk chocolate, light. Mm. There's like two other notes that I'm trying to it's nail like down. It's like a light chocolate. There are certain beers nowadays where it's like they do like a light chocolate or like a light coffee or like a light something. It's, it's, it's left-hand chocolate stout. That's what it tastes like. Okay. It's a super light... Hmm. By the way, if you're looking for a good chocolate stout that's like not heavy, left-hand chocolate stout. I don't think I've had that in 10 years. It's super light. I bought I bought a six-pack last year. That's what that reminds me of. It's like that light milk chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's there, <laughs> but it's not in your face. Yeah, have you but, ever had one of those sugar-tipped cigars at all? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. kind of what kind of reminds me of that. Um, uh, Espinosa does one called, um, oh, what's it called? Zucar, Zucar, it's like a vanilla tip, a little sweet yeah, tip there. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I think that we would be tasting something completely different if we had put this at the front of the tasting versus the back. Like, I don't think it would be as sweet because I don't remember it ever being like, it's, it almost tastes like fruity to me. And I think that's because we're coming off of five pours. I don't think it's overly sweet, John. I just think there's, yeah. a, there's a sweetness there. I, I maybe, maybe I'm forgetting what it was like before. Actually, maybe it's kind of cool to taste it at this point because I'm picking up on stuff I wouldn't have picked up before. I think it tastes muted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's because it's 100 proof and we just came off of those two barrel proofs. Because when I've had it before, I think it's always been pretty robust and like kind of well, chocolatey. Also, and also, this bottle's been open for a while. Yeah. That, yeah, that definitely affects taste a little bit. But I do get some I do get some fruit on it, though. Yeah. I feel like um, before, it just reminded me so much of like a kind of a, a cocoa pebble scotch blend before. That was like, those were the two... That I was picking up, and I'm not picking up on, on that now, but I, th- I still believe it's there in that bottle. I get like milk chocolate and blueberry. Mm. That's that's the note I'm getting on I it. I believe blueberry, yeah. So we have tried everything from the lineup we have here for New Riff Round Two. Mm-hmm. So, what is everybody's favorite? Oh boy, John, I'll start with you. You know, uh, I'll probably say. That cherry finish was the one that was the one that surprised me the most. Um, I, I don't know if that's because it was the first barrel proof we had, but I've loved all the barrel proof ones, and I think the cherry finish, what, the fa- cherry finish, malted rye was the one that I liked the most. Yeah. Honestly, I would say tie between Sunday morning butterflies. Believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And the cherry finish. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I go back and amend it? Yeah, I agree. That's really good. Uh, Jenny, your thoughts. So, knowing that the the six year malted rye already fucks, I um I still think that my favorite was the sherry finish, malted rye. All right, Parker, it is to you. It's hard not to love that sherry finish. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Ken here though, and I would like you to give him a sticker. Because that Sunday Morning Butterflies does fuck. Sorry. Don't cover the Windy City Sippers etched in logo because that is 
Fantastic. But yeah. That, that bottle fucks. The, the bourbon's great. That's the, as I said, the best bourbon I've had from them. And I know they've got more stuff coming out soon, and I can't wait for it. Yeah. This that, is such a good brand. Of their stuff, yeah. New, New Riff, I, I rave people at this brand all the time. We will do another pick. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I love New Riff. And we're, you know, we'll do a third episode of New Riff. We should do it in the wintertime or something. I don't know. Sometimes. Well, no. Once we yeah. get, they have a couple more expressions to come out. But like, yeah, that's true. Love their stuff. But I mean, like, the single barrel is always going to be a bourbon, good right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so, so much for, I mean, this is, all the bottles here are the product of several trips down yeah. to Northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like, this is such a good lineup. This was such an incredible episode. Three of the bottles have stickers on them that say this bottle fucks. Yeah. Listen, New Riff, we, we love you. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't know of another podcast that we've had, like an episode that we've had where we've had three this bottle fucks I, stickers on I, them. I had the occasion um, a while back to meet one of the distillers from New Riff. And I was just explaining to him, like, dude, I love the stuff you guys are doing. Yeah. And they kill it. This, like, as far as, like, newer, relatively newer, relatively smaller, not not small, but, like, smaller distilleries, mm-hmm. these guys just and do it right. they're also still growing, yeah, but still. These guys do it right. They're fucking killing it. Yeah. And I think we also, I mean, even the first time we tasted them, yeah. we shared a little bit more in the background and why we love them so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fa- like stuff. the uniqueness of their operation, a fantastic brand. Yeah, like the they're using the uh, the aquifer below the a parking lot. I mean, it was a parking lot at the party source. You know, like mm-hmm. there's, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I thought we did uh, a little bit more oh, on yeah. that. No, hundred percent listening to, but yeah. just a great brand. Um, if you are ever in, in the area, go stop a New York Distillery. Tell them Chai Spirits guy sent you. Mm-hmm. They won't know what you are talking about, but I'd appreciate yeah. the, the <laughs> and then explain and then explain to them what Chai Spirits guy yeah, says. Yeah. Can any final thoughts on New Riff before we go? I just appreciate you guys inviting me to have a pour with you, especially New Riff pour. Hey, we're so excited to have you, buddy. We'll Love get, New Riff. Yeah. And uh, all right, guys, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, find us on Instagram at Try Spirits Guys. Email us your great ideas for episodes or your comments, your questions, your mail. We need more mailbag questions. Give us your mailbag questions. Try Spirits Guys at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next time.